<laughs> like all great podcasts, gotta start with a jump scare. Welcome to the Lot B Podcast. I'm Brad. I'm Andres. And Andrew's not here. He is in Hawaii with his alleged wife, Michelle. <laughs> alleged. <laughs> if you believe the government has anything to say <laughs> about who you can love. But on Instagram, it looks like they're having a great time. You know, they're celebrating love, happiness, and everything that comes with a happy marriage. Dude, Hawaii? Oh my God, I want to go to Hawaii so bad. Ugh. Why? Sounds awful. Just what? Sounds- you can't be serious. You wouldn't. You don't want to go to Hawaii? Not particularly. There's no way you're being serious right now. I'll go to those black sand beaches because those look cool. But not, not a big. Hawaii. I'm not a big traveler. I don't like to travel. I don't care really. You know, I like my house. Oh my god. <clears throat> I don't like flying. I... Are you big? Are you have, are you a big travel guy? Like, have you no. ever? Like, even wanted to travel anywhere? Well, I have traveled a lot in my life. I guess I Give me just... your favorite place and your worst, your least favorite place. I've, I've been to New Zealand. That was pretty cool. Give me your best New Zealand accent right now. Go. It's very green. Hi, I'm from New Zealand. <laughs> it's me. I live in Auckland. <laughs> New Zealand was cool. It was really green, which was really disorienting coming from Arizona. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? <clears throat> uh, we went to Hobbiton, but we went and there were just so many tourists. And it was just like, I mean, we were tourists too. Don't get me wrong. But they were like uh, chartered groups. Mm-hmm. So it was just like four charter buses full of people. So that's like a different vibe than like, you know, people that go there on their own. Then we went to this place called Waitomo Caves, which is supposed to be full of glowworms, which, as the name implies, are worms that glow. Mm-hmm. I call it, I ended up calling it Litomo Caves. Because I didn't see anything in there. And they're like, oh, let's take a picture in front of this green screen. And How they old just, were you when this happened? I was 27. Oh, so you were, it was old enough for you to be very upset at the name. Like, this is adult anger right here. Yeah, my father-in-law is a physician. <clears throat> so he practice medicine there for a year so we went to go visit them for two weeks so that was one of the reasons what what made that trip unique is we stayed in like this village called Kaitaia it's like on the north island super super north 
and we got to meet a bunch of people that like live there. So that was cool. Went to Cape Reinga, the most northern port part of New Zealand, is this big old lighthouse. Mm. And I was like, "Hey, that's a lighthouse." I don't know. They have this really good energy drink. Really tasty. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you a big life. energy drink guy? I am. I don't do anything over 150 milligrams though of caffeine. So I don't do the bangs. I don't do the rains. Can't do it. I feel like I'm gonna see sound. Not for me, man. <laughs> you can miss. You can miss me with all that. I think I just overindulge in lots of cups of coffee. I think that's my problem. I also don't do any sugar. I can't do caffeine and sugar. That I also feel like I'm going to see sound. Mm, so mm-hmm. I do zero sugar, caffeine. That's my preferred mm. method. But what about so you? Mo- like Monster Where Ultras. Is, yeah, Monster Ultras. Don't, don't try to dodge this question. Where's <laughs> your favorite place you've ever been, huh? You, Mr. Like cultured world traveler i have a carry-on with four independent wheels that i can ride on that first off i wish have you seen how expensive normal luggage is let alone those you know the isn't there one where you can like control it where you could sit on it and go through everywhere in the airport there's one that follows you yeah <sighs> if only i was rich it's not very um, <clears throat> my favorite place that i've ever been to Probably, I mean, Huntington Beach, California. As that's of now, got, I mean. That's got the vibes. It's it's Surf City, USA, baby. <laughs> freaking, sh- 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 freaking catch a shred nard it. <laughs> Isn't that what you proposed to your wife? It is. It is where I proposed. It's kind of cheating, if you ask me. What if Whoa. you didn't propose to your wife there, you know? <clears throat> Probably still be my favorite place. It was yeah. between that and Disneyland, and I chose yeah. Huntington Beach. Yeah, but, you know, how are you going to propose at Disneyland? I mean, you're right. This is why I chose Huntington Beach, but Disneyland is just like, you're like there's oh, a lot I dropped, of people. I dropped the ring in the ocean. Sorry, my bad. I had a plan. You want to hear what my plan would have like, been? Loki didn't even buy a ring? What? <laughs> so... My favorite ride at Disneyland is uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and Splash Mountain. Those are my two favorites. Now, Pirates, unfortunately, does not have like the camera thing, like where no. they take your picture at the end. No but photo. Splash Mountain does. Classic. So my plan was going to be at the top of the hill, you know, I was going to be like, hey, you know what's crazy? I found this right at the drop. And she'll look and be all surprised and be like, will you marry me on the drop at the climax, right? And when the picture gets taken, you have like a, a forever memento in the happiest place in the world. I guess. Why do, why do you hate happiness? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about how you hate all things that make, that bring happiness. I don't know. I just, I hate, I hate hype, I guess. <laughs> I guess. So you like not into Splash Mountain? Because we're going to have serious issues if you're not into Splash Mountain. They're redoing it anyway. They're getting rid of it. And I think they're doing like Princess and the Frog. Princess and the Frog all the way. I've never seen it. 
Eh, you're missing out. <clears throat> I'll uh, I'll give it a shot, but you know, since we're on the topic of Disneyland and the happiest place on earth, let's switch gears real quick and talk about probably one of the most emotional movies that I've seen in a while. Have we seen? Have you seen Black Panther two? Yeah. Initial reactions. Give it to me right now. It's like the saddest movie of all time. <laughs> of all time? It's just sad. It's just two hours of being sad. Yeah. And there's that weird CIA plot line they could have cut. And that's, the rest that's, of the movie is no, that's sad. laying down that's laying down the groundwork, dude, for Thunderbolts. No. That's stupid. <laughs> it's just Lupita Nyongo being sad. And Leticia Wright being sad. Angela Bassett basically earning an Oscar. And, uh, yeah. Everyone just being sad. And you have everyone else being freaking badasses of the sea. The water Mexicans, dude. Wow. Oh, my God. I saw that on Twitter. Is that what they said? The water Mexicans? I was really into it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I identify with that 100%. So apart from the movie being very sad for you, because it was, it was very sad. It was, it was very, uh, I mean, the, I the intro itself they, was very intense. They did the best. <clears throat> they definitely did. Kugler did the best with what he had. Because I mean, with Chadwick being gone, how do you even start to address that and i think he did a very tasteful job of it all i was very curious how they're going to handle his death and i think it was wise to do it off screen like that yeah i agree and i know there's a lot of like uh people who are still saying that he should have just been recast and stuff like that uh, but i feel like so. there's really no need to recast this version of t'challa right like i think the sudden passing of chadwick boseman was kind of like a serious blow to the chest type of thing. And I feel like as much as I know, I think his brother is the one that said, and Chadwick as well would said he would want him recast or something. I think, uh, I think it was appropriate for this version of T'Challa to just like go with, go in the movie as he did because of Chadwick, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. I just wouldn't have wanted to see another version of T'Challa in this universe of movies. Cause he, there, there's going to be another version of him way down the line. Yeah. I I'm mean, sure. I think, I think the way you do it is, you know, you get a different universe's Killmonger who isn't, <clears throat> you know, radicalized. Evil. And then he becomes six, one sixes. Black Panther. Yeah. He takes. But no, I think it was good how they handled it. And then, yeah, and then it was just sad. Yeah. But I think I thought I think the... the Namor stuff was really, really good. Mm -hmm. I really liked him. I liked Riri. Uh, I thought her suit looked really terrible, CGI wise. A little, little Power Ranger y. Yeah, the design was. Really bad, and the CGI was was bad, and everyone yeah. should feel bad. And yeah, then, the, what did they call it? Midnight Revenge? No, 
The like basically like the Uganda knuckles suit. Oh, the Midnight Angels or something like that. What what were they called? That's gonna bother me. I think it is the Midnight Angels. Those were just like, what are we doing? And they they were a little uh, like I think it was just the color that popped me off, like caught me off guard. They're just so bright. Yeah, Midnight <laughs> Angels. You're right. Yeah. But I mean, it was good. It was really yeah. good. It's probably the best for me. It was the best Marvel movie in Phase Four so far. I agree. I agree. I think for me, it hit pretty hard just because not not just because of the Chadwick Boseman, like having to go through that and stuff like that. But for me, so the way the first Black Panther kind of uh, showed wakanda right and this whole culture and everything was i think done so smoothly and tastefully when i heard that they were going to do all these subtle changes to the character of namor i was like and you know they they hired a lot of like uh mexican actors and actresses and stuff like that and i thought that was really cool um a lot of like mayan influences and stuff so I, I was really pumped because it was like, you know, I think part of me was just like really proud to see my culture represented in a way that it was where it wasn't like too stereotypical or, you know, something that you kind of really don't see too much in like Marvel movies and stuff like that. So seeing the way they brought together this still fictional uh, character and incorporated so many real life kind of events and stuff like that as far as like you know how the how they were kind of like brutalized and stuff like that but like just the way they interacted and stuff to see the big differences within the cultures but at the same time bringing out these similarities between them and like the imagery they used to show those similarities and stuff was so cool It was so beautiful to see. Um, It just, it made me super happy to see like my culture and and, like my people being shown on like that type of scale. I I thought it was really, really cool. Yeah, and I think uh, more to that point is it was just very sincere, the Mm -hmm. exploration they did. Because I mean, you know, Namor they gave him this Mesoamerican backdrop and because they took the time to make it sincere and relatable, like that's what made it relatable to a wider audience. But like, especially to you and I, because we mm-hmm. are like uh, Mexican identify as Mexican Americans, but yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah. I had the Killmonger cameo was a surprise yeah that was pretty cool but yeah you know overall good movie i'm glad i went um yeah just kind of bummed that riri's suit just kind of was blah because she's so cool i really like riri in the comics so i'm excited she's in there so she can start being her own thing soon but Hopefully they figure that out, but we'll see. I'm I'm very excited to see more of uh, Tenoch Huerta's version of Namor. 
I think yeah. his character is probably like the way he played the character was so freaking cool. I think he's he's probably one of my favorite characters the MCU has had. Like he did so good. It was it was so cool to see him and I know the main concern people had too was like the differences between Aquaman and Namor and if they would be too similar and like apart from them being in the ocean was probably their only like thing that's similar but they're so different character wise and I think it's so cool and he just looks cool 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 can (laughs) the feather serpent god you can't handle that that, don't even try I will uh, I will definitely want to watch it again I would uh, I think I'll try and go watch it in theaters again when I can but I I thought it was really, really good. Was it? Didn't really. Uh, it was definitely like a tribute. Like it was definitely like a tribute to Chadwick Boseman as a whole. And I think that's what was really endearing about the movie was it didn't try too hard to cram too many things. Yeah. I mean, it has, it. It has some classic, of uh, it. classic Marvel movie problems. Like the third act is kind of just like blah. Mm hmm. Like, why is Wakanda going to the ocean to challenge them? Like, seemed ill-timed. And only one boat. I don't know. But, like, whatever. I wanted... uh, I just wanted uh, a movie that was respectful to Chadwick Boseman and fit in with, like, the larger Black Panther picture, and that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, we got. I feel like we got the closure that we were kind of waiting for as far as his character and what would happen after that since his passing. Yeah. And uh, if you guys want to know Andrew's opinion, uh, he hated it. <laughs> Message him he about said it. There was too much Panther, <laughs> and there was like too many daylight scenes, and there mm-hmm. should have been more scenes at nighttime. Mm-hmm. and uh yeah so yeah i don't know we tried to like tell him you know like the title's not literal you know <laughs> he wasn't having it so he hated it um but you know you can't win them all you know you can't make everybody happy yeah for sure have you downloaded any of a have you gotten Overwatch 2 or did you get Call of Duty at all? Play Overwatch 2 every Thursday with some people from work. I don't okay. Play Lucio because he's the easiest character because <coughs> he just run around and you don't have to do anything. Why are you putting your glasses Lucio on? Lucio boy. I... Do you play Overwatch 2? I do, and I'm still getting used to everything because a lot of the characters that I did play as have been slightly tweaked. Like, uh, I mean, Overwatch one and a half. Yes. So, like McCree, or I'm sorry, Casey, What's Cassidy, Cassidy, Cassidy is a little different. His flashbang isn't a flashbang; it's just like a grenade at this point. Um, 
Sombra was changed a lot. So her like hacking abilities are a little different. And I feel like they don't do as much because it's they're only like not able to use their abilities for like a, a second. Um Bastion is a little different. I still really get upset about Torbjorn and Symmetra because I feel like they're such cheese characters. Like you don't have to do anything. And especially Torbjorn. Torbjorn, Farah, and Junkrat make me want to run through a freaking wall. I hate wow. them. I hate them so much. Torbjorn, probably my all-time most hated character. Wow. He's just, he doesn't do anything. You just set a turret up, and the turret follows you everywhere. It has a, an in, insane range, and the fire rate is in, insane. It's just unbelievable. It's stupid. And for anybody wondering, Andrew's main is Toblerone. That is his main character. <laughs> so. But, yeah, no, I, I have been playing Overwatch and I have been getting very upset at it. So every now and then I'll jump back onto the cyberpunk to kind of clear my mind. And then I'll jump into Overwatch again and get upset. And it's just this angry cycle that I find myself in. Did you get the battle pass? I did not. I did not succumb to that. Good for you. Yeah. I'm sticking it to the man on this one. Yeah, you, sh- you showed that. <clears throat> but apart from that, I know the big, the other big game is Call of Duty. Haven't gotten it yet. It's too expensive. I know Warzone 2.0 just came out, but everybody I not really... Be ha- everybody be hating that right now. Warzone 2? Yeah. What happened? Why? I guess it's just really unstable. It just crashes all the time. I don't know. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. You know, what could be said? I am more excited about the Oregon Trail remake on Switch. <laughs> so I'm trying to get that for the holiday weekend. Load it up. When are we going to play a video game? What video game Never. can we play together? None. I'm pretty sure the last video game we played together was like years ago. I and I don't even remember what game we played. I watched you play Last of Us. Did you enjoy it? And I was like, I was like, I bet he has to make a big moral decision at the end of the game mm. where he has to choose to save the world or save this girl. And Andrew was like, nah. Dang. Did you play the second one? No. All right. Do you want to? No. All right. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. I am in. I bought a Steam Deck. Hmm. But right now I am very deep in school. It's a tough semester, so I don't have a lot of free time. But once this semester is over. Gonna go full head of steam into Metal Gear Solid Five. Wow, that's my vibe. That's your that's your jam right there. The first Metal Gear Solid, well, not the first one, because I can. I will correct myself. The Metal Gear Solid on the PlayStation One, the two disc with Psycho Mantis and all that. Yes, I played that game to death in like junior high. So did I. Not in junior high, but I, yes, I've also played that game to no, death. Why Why you gotta like low-key diss me like that? What are you talking about? 
I'm not dissing you at all. Not, I'm not high because you're super old. Did not say that. Never. And I'm said like that. really young and spry and have cartilage <clears throat> in my knees. Listen, just because you have old man glasses doesn't mean you are an old man. Anyway. And I'm just saying, I'm I'm your biggest fan, dude. I'm proud of you. Don't do that. <laughs> You're beautiful. You're amazing. I'm saying and is I want to be you. People at work be saying they hate Thanksgiving turkey. And I'm like, it's not that bad. Depends on how it's made. Well, that's the thing, is they just all are eating really dry turkey. Mm-hmm. And it's because the breast, the white meat, and the dark meat cook at different temperatures. So by the time the dark meat is done, the white meat is all dried out and stuff. So it's all gross. How do you prepare a turkey? What's your secret? My secret is I is I don't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't made a turkey in many years. But when I did... You dry brine it for 48 hours. You got to dry it out. What's the brine? I don't is know. it like a secret family recipe? No, you just go on the internet. And then you, you go low and slow. All the details can be found on the internet. <clears throat> I do want to deep fry turkey one day. My family does it a lot. So every time before I moved from El Paso... Uh, we would always go to my grandma's house for Thanksgiving and I would, we would be there pretty freaking early in the morning and my dad and my uncle would always be out there like prepping the turkey and then I would see them like dropping in the oil and stuff. Every time I mention that I've had deep fried turkey or like this is how we do Thanksgiving, people kind of freak out because they're like, oh, I'm not doing that. I don't want to start a house fire. Then don't start a house fire. Like, don't overfill your thing with oil. But deep fried turkey is delicious, and I love it. That's the law. If you deep fried um, turkey, you have to start a house fire. I I mean, I'm a huge fan of Thanksgiving just because there's so much food all the time. So there's really not a dish that I won't eat during Thanksgiving. I think we had this discussion a couple years ago with Manny, and he's yeah. not a fan of the traditional Thanksgiving meals. Like, I think uh, he was saying uh, (laughs) green bean casserole is like like chunky soup or something. The way he described it was so funny, but he's not a fan. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever. You know. What are you going to have on deck this year? What's your plan for Thanksgiving this year? I don't know. Panda Express. You're lying. (laughs) (laughs) No, they'll be closed. Uh, I don't know. It's just, you know, traditional Thanksgiving. Mm. My father-in-law is doing something in the Dutch oven. He's making like a honey orange sauce with a turkey breast outside. Mm -hmm. So that'll be interesting. But it'll be good, you know, I don't know. Not a lot of pressure. It's just weird knowing Whatever. that I could sit at the adults' table now at Thanksgiving. And not, I don't have to sit at the kids' table. That still trips me out. Because when did that happen? 
Are you going to even be around any kids this no. Thanksgiving? No. But if I was... You'd have to seek out kids to flex on them. And tell them that, like, guess what? I sit at the adults table, nerds. You have to look at them and be like, I'm not even going to sit at this table. <laughs> and they'd be like, who are you? Who is this man? No, we... Uh, Andrew famously hates Thanksgiving and America. I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Want to bring that up with him? <laughs> gonna, uh, he's, he's probably gonna see like, oh, they put a pot up. I'll download it for the flight home. He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna be so mad at thirty thousand feet. Not uh, nothing he can do about it. I think I'm gonna make uh, some chocolate abuelita for this Thanksgiving. I think that's gonna be the move. Oh my gosh, why do you have to say it like that? Because that's what it's called. Chocolate abuelita. You said it really good, dude. I'm proud of you. That was really good. Yeah, but earlier you went to your grandma's house. It wasn't my abuelita's house. Yeah, we don't we don't call my grandma abuelita. You know what I say to my grandma and my grandpa? Like too good. I say. Hey, Grandpa, I love you. And then he'll go, thank you. You too good? <laughs> those are the only two English words he knows. You too good? What are you talking about? You too good, fool? <clears throat> I just don't freaking conform to social norms, dude, okay? Well, Andrew will be back at some point. He is slowly putting together... Like the Mark One Iron Man suit, yeah, <laughs> of a remote podcasting rig. Yes, we've all gone remote, and it's going it's, slowly, it's but it's getting be there. A lot better because <clears throat> Andres had to go remote because of his job. Mm-hmm. So, but Andrew is still local, but it just never worked out. <laughs> He was, you know, sometimes so, one the, getting our schedules together is getting uh getting our schedules together is uh yeah. it seems to be the main crutch because we're all like super busy. I think you just have something like being a dad or something, whatever. Oh, and I was just gonna say I phrased that like it was all Andrew, but it's definitely like 70 30, 70 me, 30 Andrew, because <laughs> I live with a demon. <laughs> And there would be nights where, like, yeah, we can record. And then I'd have to text him. And I'd be like, hey, man, he's, like, channeling the other realm right now. Like, he can't come over. What does he do, like, when he gets into these? Does he take more after you when it comes to, like, his attitude now? Or is it more of his mama? I just, I feel bad for him because he's, like, getting molars. So like he's just in pain. He's just in pain, and like you know, he can't talk yet. He doesn't have. He's only like one and a half. So he's, I know he's hurting, and so you know he just. Anyway, does he just another, like sit on the couch and he has a bottle of whiskey and he's like, "God damn it, Brad, give me another bottle." <laughs> He just sits and like sharpens his knife. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. You have to sleep sometime, old man. That's what he yeah. says to himself. Yeah. That's another pot entirely. But 
that is to say, uh, I said a camel, camel, camel alert for a box for a microphone to talk to a computer. So I bought it for Andrew. Then he went on his honeymoon. But soon we will all be remote and then it'll be great. And then, so yeah, hopefully we'll get back into the rhythm of things. Yeah, we're still working out the kinks of the schedule. So sometimes the episodes are pretty spaced apart. As No intended. big deal, though. As intended. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, just wanted a quick check-in episode. Just to, you know, <laughs> make sure... Sh- Make sure your feed still works. Be like, oh yeah, I'm still subscribed to that. Yeah, you know, you just flexed on camera right now. It was the most attractive thing you've ever done. Oh, I was stretching. I sure. That you. was that was a good stretch. Anyway, this was the Lobby <laughs> Podcast. Andrew was not here because he was busy pulling the wings off butterflies. <laughs> but I'm Brad. I'm Andy. And we'll talk to you later. Make sure you send Brad a message saying how good of a dad he is and how cute he looks in his glasses. Thanks.